Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. They call me Ben. We are joined with our super producer, Mr. Paul Act Now Decant. And of course, <laughs> you are you, friends and neighbors, and that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. Matt, 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 Matt. Yes. This, this is something that's been on our mutual minds for some time. Is that correct? Yeah, I've always wanted to you know, start my own business, really get out there and just be my own boss. Yeah. Yeah, to bid adieu to the endless drudgery of working for some other schmo or a company and become finally the captain of your own fate, the master of your own soul, uh, to paraphrase Invictus, which is a great <laughs> poem. It really is. So in, in light of that, well, let's, um, let's see. I think somebody has an offer for us. So let, let's cut to him and let's see what he's got to say. Shout, come on, man. The dreams you told me about, we can actually do them now. We don't have to wait, man. It works, and I'm doing it, and I want to help you do it because it's so good. Shout, this is amazing. We can, we can have vacations and sailboats, and we can have multiple homes, and you can give your wife the, 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 the jewelry that she deserves, man. You're going to be a hero. Come on, Joe, let's do it. Get up, Joe, get up. 
before it's too late, get up! Wow, Joe is getting the hard sell. <sighs> yeah, he really is. Um, the The part you can't see from that is mm-hmm. that this man is on stage in front of hundreds of people, maybe a thousand people, mm-hmm. and he's yelling at a tombstone of this gentleman. A tombstone that reads, Joe Nobody. Yep. Born in, what, 1955? Yeah, something like that. So uh, the voice you just heard is the one of the spokespeople for what's called a MLM or multi-level marketing-based uh, company, a direct sales company. And in his performance, which is quite theatrical, he is gesticulating wildly in front of this styrofoam tombstone and begging this tombstone or the implied uh, dead, worthless person beneath it to rise up through the power of multi-level marketing and discover his dreams. He named several things, boats, uh, multiple homes. Yeah, all the jewelry your spouse or loved one could ever want. Right, because of course every spouse defines success through jewelry. Of course. But before we get too too critical, we we played this clip uh, which – which I think we we all thoroughly enjoyed, uh, and we ask you if you have time to uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, I think it's been featured in a number of places. Uh, one of which was uh, last week tonight. Yes, last week tonight with John Oliver. There's an entire thirty-five minute episode or thirty-one minute episode, however long it was, mm-hmm. on this topic in particular. Right, because it's a gigantic industry and today we're going to learn just how enormous this industry is, how much of it is transparent, how much of it is hidden Mm -hmm. from the public, from the civilians as well as from the adherents, uh, dare I say the disciples or the recruits of these organizations. And the best way to start off is, of course, with the American dream. Yes. What this guy is doing when he's yelling at Joe Nobody is tapping into this concept that's familiar to anyone across the planet. You don't have to be one of our listeners based in the U.S. to realize this. I think everybody recognizes the idea. 2.5 kids, uh, a summer home, and then a, you know, a non-summer home, yeah. a boat. Uh, and your own business, right? And a Mercedes. And a Mercedes, of course. Uh, an extra slow Mercedes because you don't have to hurry, right? Not at all. So <laughs> this is an enormously appealing, if intimidating, opportunity. The idea of going out there on your own without a safety net and becoming uh, your own means of income. There are a multitude of various programs, organizations, and institutions in the United States today that claim to assist people in pursuit of this dream. Uh, Some may be government-supported, such as uh, government loan programs that happen with uh, would-be small business owners uh, or even incubators Mm -hmm. for certain types of companies. There might also be tax breaks, right? Yeah, you can even get nonprofit consultation services or even private companies that will just provide assistance in some other form. Yeah, right. Some assistance. Some hey, assistance. We'll, give, we'll help you out. And today's episode centers on uh, a genre of company in that private sphere. Today's episode is examining one of the more controversial types of phenomena in the world of entrepreneurship, the practice known as Multi-level marketing. It's got some other names. Uh, Direct sales a lot of times mm-hmm. comes into it. Um, 
trying to think. There's one big one. It's uh, <laughs> it's like triangle shaped. Um, uh, triangle plan. Triangle. Yeah, that's it. Triangle scheme. Isosceles strategy. Yeah, something something <laughs> to that effect. Oh, come on, man. People are on the edge of their seats. What are, what are we really talking about, Matt? We're talking about currently legally functioning pyramid schemes. It's true. Also sometimes called Ponzi schemes. Mm-hmm. You might recognize them if you tuned into the television or the radio during the Madoff scandal. Uh, you may recognize various forms of con jobs mm-hmm. that have existed uh, in the past, in recent history, and in older history. And you may wonder what's what's the difference between these multi-level marketing things and these pyramid schemes. Are they all the same? To answer that question, first we have to ask ourselves what multi-level marketing or MLM so that Matt and I don't kill ourselves trying to always pronounce that tricky phrase. uh, We have to ask what these things are. How do we define them? So here are the facts. Yeah, so a multi-level marketing company or an entity that functions in that way it's it's really a general term and it describes the strategies for marketing that these companies use. And they use these non-salaried human beings, mm-hmm. their, their workforce is all non-salaried, and they sell a product or a service, whatever the company is peddling, while the earnings of the participants are derived from a commission system that like most of the money that the people working for the company are not derived from the sales, they're derived from the commission that you get from the sales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is where you hear the allegations that something is a pyramid scheme. Yes. So specifically, a direct sale company might use this strategy to encourage existing distributors to recruit new distributors into this network, into this hierarchy, just like you had established, Matt. So let's say – let's let's read the room. We're going to throw a a look over at Paul. Paul, may we use you as an example in this? Hypothetical. Okay. He's he's nodding a little bit. Just barely. Yep, there it is. Okay. Okay. He's, he is so tired of these reindeer games. Yep. <laughs> All right. So let's say Paul Acknow Decant is an existing distributor for just – we can make up any company. OK. How about vintage jelly beans? <laughs> All right. Sure. Yes. They're aged. Vintage jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Are you tired of uh, – new jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, these the, are the these are the ones you remember. Mhm. So, let's say that uh Paul is pitched on this idea of joining the the Vintage Jelly Bean LLC or mm-hmm. whatever it calls itself. So, we can buy product then from Vintage Jelly Beans from their factory and sell these jelly beans to our heart's content. Paul can do that and he can make a profit of some sort based on the volume of sales. Okay. So how much he sale how much he sells he gets a tiny bit, like a little piece. Right. Right. He gets a bean. You there you go. I mean? There you go. All right. And uh, Paul is also told that he doesn't just have to sell jelly beans. He can make additional income and possibly quite a bit by recruiting his friends, his family members, his coworkers and anyone else he can find making them distributors of jelly beans as well. So they do the same thing that Paul is doing. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, they work for him because in addition to the small cut of every bean sale that he makes, uh, he also gets a cut of every jelly bean sale that his people make. Whoa. Okay. So that – okay. So that means the people, as you're going down, if distributors are getting money and getting money and getting money and getting money – 
on the way up, mm-hmm. that, oh, oh, this is already feeling like a pyramid scheme, guys. Well, I don't know, because if Paul recruits us in this story, then he stands to make uh, more money than us, for sure. Yeah, but then we recruit somebody, mm-hmm. and we get a little bit of their piece, mm-hmm. but then Paul still gets a piece of our piece. Uh, yeah, yep, and so it does It does go up. You are right about the uh, cognitive geometry. Hold on, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's called a downline, right? The downline, okay. The downline. Uh, not the down low, the downline. Got it. And the incentive here is that once you or Paul or anyone has the new recruits hooked and working to sell these beans, you are making money not just off them but off of everybody they recruit. As each of the distributors under you recruit more people under them, you get a percentage of those people's sales as well. And as those people recruit new people, you get – do you see how this is this is ex- exponentially growing? Oh, yeah. The, the exponential growth is pretty apparent and it feels like it could be quite a bit of cash coming into me if I'm at the top or at least if I start in somewhere and get enough people below me. And let's pause here just for a second. I I wanted to ask you this on air, Matt. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been approached by something, some entity like this, or do you know someone who has? I would say most people, and this is conjecture, but I would mm-hmm. say most people who are on Facebook probably have at least one friend that oh. has maybe either approached you or is consistently putting out feelers to be like anybody, anyone. Oh wow, Paul's nodding too. Yo, I got this essential oil. You got to get this essential oil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Work from home, change your life. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you an active uh, parent on the go? Mm-hmm. And you don't have time to be locked down in a nine to five? Check out my Mary Kay products. Mm-hmm. St. John's wort. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Various supplements. <laughs> so you have seen it on Facebook then, and uh, I have – the dubious benefit of, at times uh, in my college days, being approached by people with a surefire idea. And the weird thing was these would be people at career fairs. Wow. So, so they would be – they would have, you know, they would have a table or a booth right next to, say, Coca-Cola or something yeah. like that. There's an Amway, uh, et cetera, mm. right? And I'm not – I don't know for sure whether that – continues in the modern day on college campuses. Sure. But I know we would like to hear from you listeners. Write in at conspiracy at howstuffworks.com and let us know if you have had direct experience with these organizations. Wait a minute. Is that how How Stuff Works? Is that how you got picked up? Because the whole thing here is that if you come on and you start a podcast, then you get three <laughs> other people to start podcasts and then you right. get – that's how it works here, right? For our downline, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, that is not the case so far as oh, we you're know. Right. Maybe we're not far enough up in the pyramid, though. That's Matt. oh man! All right. Imagine just like the Dark Tower. What if there's a room at the very top? We got to climb this upline. We have to climb this upline, man. Uh, we've got to convert people, proselytize, <laughs> and have them convert people, and then have those people convert people. What could go wrong? Yeah, there's definitely stuff that could go wrong, and we'll hear about it right after a quick word from our sponsor. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Here's where it gets crazy. So much stuff can go wrong. Plenty of stuff. A cartoonish amount of stuff can and does go wrong. So much so, in fact, that things going wrong becomes more of the rule than the exception in this industry, despite what its advocates may want you to believe. Again, it's very, very important. We are not saying that all of these things are bad. Multi-level marketing itself is a strategy employed by a company, right? Yeah, and it really is marketing. I mean, it's in the name, Mm multi-level marketing. You're marketing your product by getting people to talk about it, mostly on social media. And it doesn't matter what you're selling. That's the other thing. It's it's product agnostic. Yes. It can be vintage jelly beans. It can be um, Adidas windsuits. Skincare products. Skincare products is by far the most realistic thing on this list (laughs) at this point. So the place where it gets sticky is the definition between MLM, multi-level marketing, versus uh, what you mentioned earlier, Matt, a pyramid scheme or uh, as it's been known in pejorative terms, a Ponzi scheme. So MLM, multi-level marketing – as a strategy, a technique, or an approach is not in and of itself inherently illegal. In fact, there are some companies that practice strategies like this that do quite well and are fairly reputable. Tupperware, for instance. Yeah. Right? They sell – they tend to sell products through parties. Invite somebody over for uh, a Tupperware party. Very American thing, right? I don't know anyone who has gone to a Tupperware party, but I, I'm reasonably certain they exist. Yeah, they, they do exist. Have you seen that show F is for Family? I have not. All? The Bill Burr show. There's a whole uh, – this is just my – I'm channeling Noel for this. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole side story where um, the main character's spouse joins a group like that that sells Tupperware specifically and it's this way. And her garage is just filled with Tupperware. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned garages. Oh, we ha- yes, we have to get to that. So 
this strategy, while not inherently illegal or dishonest, becomes disingenuous at the very least when new recruits are promised scads of money only to find that there are hidden expenses that they are required to buy in as an investor, for instance, Mm -hmm. or that they are required to purchase X amount of these products, these jelly beans, skincare products, uh, health supplements, what was Adidas tracksuits or windsuits, whatever. And and they're also extremely convoluted rules about what you have to do in order to get the money that you're allocated from all your other, you know, people, your downline Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, it gets pretty crazy. And it goes case by case. Yes. It is purposefully obtuse. Well, maybe it's maybe it is unfair. Maybe we are using a broad brush to paint these things. Maybe the the people who have built these very elaborate rules for the distribution of money uh, or products on the downline or the upline, maybe they feel that they have found the most efficient and most transparent way and perhaps the most fair way to distribute the money. Maybe that, maybe that is clearly not true. In every case. (laughs) But maybe you have to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. So uh, an additional issue with this is that let's say you're required to buy 100 pounds of vintage jelly beans or, you know, X amount of – Cases. 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 There you go. X amount of cases of a a miracle water or a – skin rejuvenator, wrinkle remover, what you may find is that the price you have to buy it at is going to be higher than it would have been if you went and bought X amount of cases at Target or at a supermarket, right? Wow. And it may not be available in stores. That's another big thing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of proprietary branding. But then additionally, you might find out these products are are not what they're cracked up to be. They're not quality – they break or the health claims, if they exist, are wildly optimistic and not researched, not proven by anything other than long anecdotes. The Better Business Bureau describes several red flags that you may find when you initially begin conversations with one of these entities. Yeah, the first one should be a red flag for anyone at any time and that's anytime someone is promising you, yes, you – High earnings, especially without having to do much at all, just very little effort, very little time spent or any real serious commitment money-wise or other. Mm -hmm. The money just makes itself. It just rolls in. Yeah. I mean, come on. Why do you think I do this? You did the majority of the work you needed to do when you took this leap of faith, (laughs) when you recognized this opportunity. Oh, Ben, have you ever thought about – you could – I think you could recruit a lot of people. I think that uh, I think that you and Paul and Noel could all do an equally good job. What if we work together? This is dangerous territory. <laughs> right. This is dangerous territory, especially because, as people will find out, uh, we are ourselves already involved in a type of MLM, but it's not, it's not what we're talking about. No, 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 no. So let's get to the second thing. So the second thing is we, you're going to do this. You're going to make money super easy. You're not going to have to do much, but the one thing you do have to do, Hmm. you know, it it takes money to, to make money. You got to purchase a whole hell of a lot of inventory. 
a lot of stuff. You got to buy it. That's just how you get started. You got to have that in your possession so you can sell all this stuff. Yeah, you got to prime the pump. Can't sell what you don't have, right? Oh, yeah. And, and we're also, here's the thing. Look, you're, you're doing this. You're going to make all this money. The one thing we can't do is guarantee that we'll buy back any unsold product that you have, okay? We're just going to, you know, we'll, we might buy it back for like a percentage of mm-hmm. what you bought it for. If we have to. Like a restocking fee. Sure. But we're, you know, we can't just, we have faith in you as a distributor and we we don't think we need to worry about it. We also uh, don't take checks. That's going to be another red flag. Uh, The money you're required to uh, invest, that's the term we like to use. Just to get started. Yeah. Uh, That money must be paid in cash or uh, a wire transfer or a money order. Hmm. Those are three red flags. When yeah. You, when you see them waving, the consensus from most financial experts is to run, to yeah. leave, to remove yourself from the situation. And you would, you know, it's easy for us now, all of us, all of us listening today, and for us exploring this in the safety of a. Really, headphones. Yeah, and the safety of headphones <laughs> in our Swell podcast studio. It's easy for us to say, well, I would immediately leave. I don't fall for that sort of flim flam, right? Yeah. But as we will learn, there are tried and true techniques that are used to make people feel obligated through some sort of uh, psychological manipulation to buy into these things. Uh, it's similar to the way that somebody might win a uh, a vacation. I, I know, I, I Matt, Paul, I know you guys have both probably received those uh, mailers that say, oh, it's a chance to win a vacation. Dude, no, you already won a cruise. That's what it is. You've already won. All you have to do is travel to Boca Raton or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And what you what happens is that you arrive at these places only to find that did win the cruise, but first we want to give you a tour yeah. of these condos. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the market today, real estate is the best investment. It really is. And can you imagine, look, here at the Wyndham Resort in Boca Raton, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually been on one of those recently. Yeah? Yep. A cruise or one of those bait um, and switch trying to sell you a condo? Let's see if I can do this the right way. Um some family members that I was with mm-hmm. uh, on a small vacation saw that there was at this mall an opportunity to have dinner paid for, for our entire family. All we had to do is take a trip over to this condo and hang out for a while, answer some questions, talk to some people, watch some videos. Uh, we did it. We had to like sit for a long time with somebody. No way. And uh, they split us up into groups, uh-huh. into uh, like husband and wife groups. And like my wife and I just had to calmly say, no, we, we really don't think we can afford it right now. Oh, but what if, you know, we could give you this platinum package. And I'm sorry, we can't. Oh, but well, the double platinum, I think you can really afford it, And it's an investment for your future. And it went on and on and on until we finally got to leave with our visa check card. Oh, wow. So did you ultimately end up getting – We got dinner, but it was like two hours out of our day. And if you calculate the money for all of that, you go, wait a second. Are you sure we should have done this, guys? They're like, yeah, we do this all the time. <laughs> and they all said no. <laughs> no, they loved it because they uh, – some members of my family do that kind of thing a lot. 
Ah, okay. I've never heard this story. Uh, kudos to you for resisting the psychological pressure that might be <laughs> yeah. applied, right? Well, I mean, how, how are they going to apply pressure if there's no money in my accounts? Ha ha! Take that! <laughs> uh, now I'm picturing that internet meme where the guy's leaning in and touching his temple with his <laughs> pointer finger. Yeah. Uh, so it's true. What, what can happen is that uh, maybe you're invited to a seminar for an MLM and yeah. you hear these very theatrical, very motivational speeches, right? And it's difficult to leave. It's sort of like standing up in the middle of church if you're religious. Yeah. And walking up. The social pressure alone. Yeah. It's not a good look, right? And this becomes uh, doubly powerful at the very least when you are there with a family member yeah. who is already active in this organization. You don't – I mean who wants to disappoint Aunt Linda or Uncle Greg, right? Yeah. I don't, or, you know, yeah, I'm your mother-in-law. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> oh, man. That off air. I – I, I got to follow up on this. Okay. <laughs> uh, so another thing we find is that this all means in the case of multi-level marketing or pyramid schemes that initial recruits are essentially paying an organization for the opportunity to work for them. Let's, let's, let's sit in that just for a second and okay. think about it. Uh, everyone listening, imagine your last job interview Let's see, went to the job interview, you'd already submitted your resume or something online. Uh, the management of the company sits down with you and they say, you're qualified. As a matter of fact, you're not only qualified, you are superb. You are the perfect person for this position. And for $700, you can start today. <laughs> and, you know, everybody's initial assumption would be, oh, Holy smokes, you're giving me $700 to start today. But no, 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 no. You are paying this organization some amount of money. Yeah, that in any other place or time or organization or job opportunity, that would be just ludicrous. That would be absolutely not, I'm out of here. Right. And a multi-level marketing strategy becomes an out-and-out -out pyramid scheme when the bulk of the actual profit you make comes not from selling your jelly beans. The bulk of it comes from converting other people in your social network to work for you with the same carrot extending for them that they have to actively recruit other people. This business model has several deeply disturbing aspects. And first, there's that inherent bait and switch. You're not selling an herbal supplement, and those are very common mm -hmm. in the world of multi-level marketing. You're selling your friends the idea of them selling their friends on selling yet more friends. You're selling a borderline and arguably exploitative type of communicability. Whoa. Right? So – we should pause too, Matt, and talk about herbal supplements. Oh, really? Yeah, just for a little bit. Now, okay. Now, I know this is controversial territory in many cases. And again, we don't want to paint with a broad brush. We don't want to paint with the wrong broad brush, which we'll get to. Okay. But uh, it's, it's a common type or genre of product in the world of multi-level marketing. An herbal supplement could mean – Anything from vitamin B12 to a proprietary mix of vitamins to uh, things that are supposed to help certain medical conditions. Mm -hmm. 
these are not held to – these claims, herbal supplement claims, are not held to the same level of rigor and research that out-and-out drugs are held to by the FDA. Absolutely. At least in theory, the FDA is supposed to do that. We, we have an episode about the opioid <laughs> epidemic coming up as oh, well. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. But uh, so with an herbal supplement, the legal restrictions on what you can and cannot claim about any given thing, any pill or juice or paste, mm -hmm. what have you, those legal restrictions are much looser, you know, and you can, you can have people come up and say all sorts of anecdotes all the live long day about how it changed their life. But what they probably won't have, what they're much less likely to have is a peer-reviewed reproducible study proving what they said is true. Absolutely. I recently watched one uh, where a person said this specific herbal supplement helped her to become pregnant when all these other ways did not. Uh, she mm. kept trying to get pregnant but this herbal supplement helped her get there. This one person was recovering from a cancer because of this herbal supplement. Oof. And that's when you get into that territory of like, how dangerous is this mm -hmm. to allow this kind of thing to occur? But, you know, the rules are the rules and in a way they're following them. Yeah. It's the letter of the law, mm -hmm. if not the spirit, right? Yeah. Often the hidden fees and the required buy-ins of these various products put already financially disadvantaged people into some – in some cases, life-ruining debt, not to mention the emotional trauma you might experience of discovering that your friend either purposely deceived you or has misled both of you, you know? Yeah. That's a painful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um and one of the biggest problems we see here with all of these people trying to recruit everyone else to get into this thing, whether they get hurt in it or not, is that you run up on a math problem. Yes, that is true. And you don't need a calculator for it. Let's do the math. The math comes to us courtesy of a fellow named Robert Fitzpatrick, a former business consultant and now a prominent opponent of pyramid schemes and multi-level marketing strategies, mm -hmm. which he pretty much equates. He says they're the same thing and it's a false dichotomy. And he explains the unsustainable math in, in pretty simple terms. We have a quote from him. The math is a distortion, a manipulation of what they call exponential expansion. Exponential expansion is 2 times 2 times 2 times 2. And almost all of these schemes tell you that you can make money by just recruiting three or four or five, let, let's say five. Then you let the five do their five and that gives you 25. There you go. That's – this is out of the side of the quote right now. Yeah, we've got our 25 people already, right? Yeah. Let's get back into the quote. That right there is exponential expansion. That's the trick of the whole thing. What they don't show you is that you can only do that 13 cycles. And, and then after that, he says, you would exceed the population of the earth. So 13 iterations of this sort of growth will eventually reach a point of saturation such that there are no living people who are not part of this scheme. Yes. And most of them will be on the most bottom level. 
Right, right. Still required to buy in depending on the, the specific case, still required to purchase a product or make some sort of initial investment. But at that point, they literally have no one to sell any of it to because everyone has a garage full of whatever it is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> In the most fundamental terms, this means that the business model as it is explained to new recruits is not meant to work. Yes. It literally cannot. If, if everything goes well and every single member of this thing or even if – you know what? Honestly, even if 60 yeah. percent of the people – who are um, who are entering this sort of uh, this sort of business? Even even if sixty percent of them succeed, then it still won't work over the long term. Additionally, there are several other important points that new recruits are not told. First is that according to Fitzpatrick, uh, something around the order of ninety nine percent, at least more than ninety percent of invest- investors or distributors don't turn a profit. Full stop. At all. Just won't. Just won't happen. And additionally, there's no recognition that something will go wrong, that the market will saturate, that it will not forever grow unbound. And that's kind of the problem we have with our economy in general, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, arguably, depending on uh, which economic model we're talking about. Just exponential constant growth. Nothing will ever stop. The factories must expand. Yeah. You know what? Let's start a planet Hollywood on Mars. Oh, can we? I I don't know. I haven't. They're going to need one eventually. They're going to every every planet will need a planet Hollywood eventually. And it'll be all like Mars-based celebrities, right? <gasps> and think of the food puns. Alone. Oh my god. Yeah, we got to get Jonathan on just to drop in <laughs> some food puns. That's Jonathan Strickland, the host of Tech Stuff and several other fascinating shows. He Mm -hmm. is also, as an act of charity, uh, volunteered to be our complaint department. If ever you feel that uh, there's something that needs to be corrected on the show or if you have a complaint, please do not hesitate. Write to jonathan.strickland at howstuffworks.com. But, you know, joking aside, this uh, this shows us a little something about the potential size of the problem. But what's the actual size? Well, it's big and we're going to get into it after a word from our completely not multi-level marketing sponsor. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Why you there? I can't help but notice that you painted with a skimpy brush. Well, this is the only brush I had. I've got to do the fence and then the wall, and I just have so much to do. Don't waste time like an almond macaroon rotting in the sun, my friend. What you need is a better brush, a bigger brush, a broader brush. A broader brush really would get this done faster, and I could just paint the whole thing in one go, maybe. Why simply buy broad brushes when you can sell them? Why simply sell them when you can have your friends, neighbors, loved ones, and naive strangers on the streets sell the broadest of brushes for you. This sounds like a plan. What do I need to do? Why, you've already done the most important part, which is opened your eyes to a new world of economic opportunity. Your next steps are relatively small, easily handled, and we can take care of them today. All we'll need is a slight seed money investment, and of course, you can't sell what you don't have, so with a minimum purchase of 68 broad brushes, you will be set to go, my friend. Okay, uh, I guess... You know, I've been meaning to sell my home so I could do that. I'm not sure where I'll put the broad brushes. They probably need a lot of space, don't they? Um, All right. Well, I guess let me go ahead and sell my house and then I'll get back to you, I guess? No, no. Now, listen. This is a tremendous chance to change the course of your life and the life of all your loved ones forever. All you need to do is imagine yourself 10 years from now. Would you rather be living in a sumptuous, opulent mansion, or will you be awash in mounting final notice bills rotting in this dump, lamenting the chance you could have taken to save your own life? I guess I'll take the mansion. This message for Broad Brushes International has been brought to you by Illumination Global Unlimited. And we're back. Uh, You know what, Matt? That last ad felt a little bit... I don't want to go out on a limb here. Yeah. That last ad felt a little bit like a a multi-level marketing thing. It was kind of pushy. I noticed that mm-hmm. in the end. The, the one guy really seemed to want the other guy to do whatever he had to do to sell those things. It's really... You know, it's eerily in line with what we're talking about, but yeah. s- sometimes those strange coincidences happen. I, s- I still have issues with the size of the brushes. The way they were <laughs> described, like, I, I don't understand. I feel like that's more industrial strength brush situation. I'm not sure. I did appreciate how the uh, the other guy in the ad did ask how he would possibly wield <laughs> these. Uh, but, you know, let us, let us know uh, if you have experience with broad brushes or, of course, uh, our returning sponsor, Illumination Global Unlimited. Uh, just let us know how those, how those products shake out. Because, look, we're not going to knock a brush, a broad brush, if it works, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
Speaking of broad and expansive things, what's the size of the problem when we're talking about multi-level marketing? Uh, Well, let's go back to Mr. Fitzpatrick. He has a book called False Prophets, Seeking Financial and Spiritual Deliverance in Multi-Level Marketing and Pyramid Schemes. And in this book, he speculates that the – just the – size, the full scope of these various companies that make up this industry of multi-level marketing is currently unknown. Oh, wow. They're, they're, essentially, there are so many functioning right now that it may be impossible to know. And those entities certainly wouldn't want you to know the full nature of their financial transactions or their techniques. Mm-hmm. So according to Fitzpatrick, uh, This goes back into just the sheer amount of money that is Mm -hmm. involved. Uh, So in this quotation, he says, Madoff, Bernie Madoff, conned a relatively small number of people with investment money. Multi-level marketing, he argues, is using a different system. Instead of taking a million dollars from 10 people, you take $10 from a million people. That is the way the system works. I'm just using that as an analogy, but the numbers add up to staggering amounts year upon year upon year. And this leads Fitzpatrick and other experts to believe the amount of money involved in this industry overall ranks in the billions with a B. Wow. And and here's the thing. There are – it's not just the problem of setting up something like this that ultimately benefits you know, the person that started it. Like mm-hmm. at the, at, in all of these, there is some group or person at the very top that gets all of the downline. Every single person sends money up to that one person, right? Mm-hmm. The founder. Right, right, right. And and in some cases, there are allegations of these people taking advantage, just fully and knowingly taking advantage of everyone working for them. So not making an honest mistake, not not getting the accounting wrong or uh, acting out of negligence. Mm-hmm. Correct. Ah, yeah, unfortunately, there are numerous, multiple cases in which founders or members of these Types of companies have been found guilty of fraud, of conspiracy to commit various financial crimes and more. Uh, For instance, there was a guy named Paul Burks here in the U.S. who was convicted of conspiracy and fraud during his time heading up a company called Zeke Rewards. And in the course of his trial, it was characterized as one of the largest Ponzi schemes in U.S. history, bilking more than 1 million investors across the world out of $800 million. Later, that amounted to be about $900 million. Wow. Mm -hmm. He was uh, sentenced to around 15 years in jail and he got off relatively easy because Going into trial, his penalty could have been as much as 65 years in jail. Wow. He's an older man, so 15 years even may be a death sentence. But what they did essentially was old school Ponzi scheme stuff. They made extravagant promises and they got people to invest money with the, pay- with the assumption that that money would later be paid off as these – Uh, as these schemes, this penny auction site began to deliver the mail, deliver the goods. Yeah. And for a while, for the earlier investors, it seemed like this was happening because of what they were doing is they were taking the money that later investors put in and using that to pay off their old investors. Oh, wow. So it just kept growing, passing the buck, passing the buck. And then eventually it cratered 
under its own numerical success, not financial, but just the sheer amount of people who bought in. Dang. So that was Zeke Rewards. Zeke Rewards. All right. I need, yeah, that's a whole thing. I'm just going to go down that rabbit hole later. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. So what what next? What's another example? Oh, another huge issue that some of these founders have come into uh, is tax evasion. And that's specifically when these multi-level marketing companies expand into various countries. So like you're not just starting out in the US or wherever else, Malaysia, maybe Australia. Now you're in all of these countries and all these people are paying money to you, but you're in one location mm -hmm. and now you've got a whole lot of taxes you got to pay. And uh, this, this one couple, Thomas E. Mower and his former wife, Leslie D. Mower, they founded a company in uh, what, Springville, mm -hmm. I believe. It was called New Ways or Neeways, N-E-W-A-Y-S. And uh, yeah, they didn't pay personal income tax uh, to the tune of about $3.2 million. And it's it's money that they owed for their companies, for this Neeways company um, in, several, in several countries, Malaysia, Australia, and in the United States. I mean, that's... That isn't necessarily a a big problem specifically for um, multi-level marketing companies, like sure. not paying taxes. That's just something that this couple decided to do. Mm -hmm. Right. That is not a necessarily multi-level marketing only crime. Yes. And we can provide more examples. You very well, uh, fellow conspiracy realist, may have some examples of your own that you, that you remember and a simple cursory search online will turn up dozens and dozens and dozens of things like this. But let's – you know, we, we should also mention that the inner workings of these organizations can also get very weird. We talked a little bit about the psychological manipulation involved mm -hmm. in making pe people feel obligated to do something which is not restricted to timeshares or uh, Amway or anything like that. A lot of advertising is built on the idea that it is possible to make people feel obligated to do something. Like they have to do it. Right. Not your life will be better, but your life – Depends it, on it. <laughs> it depends on this, yeah. And we did a video that – you and I were thinking about off air as we were working on this episode. Uh, we did a video that had some eerie parallels. It's our old YouTube video about the techniques that cults use. Yeah. So there's isolation. There are long speeches you're forced to listen to. There's a lot of jargon, right? Uh, a specific type of lexicon or terminology arises such that only you can talk about this with other people that know what you're talking about or else it's just gobbledygook coming out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. You can find this, for instance, in the ranks or the names that are given to levels, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there may be, there may be a, a hierarchy of sales or position in the pyramid that is described by any number of imaginative phrases. Yes. Uh, specifically, I think we're, we're both thinking of uh, a company called Longevity. Yes. That, that has uh, levels based on precious stones. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. But some of the other ones are even more abstract and strange mm -hmm. than that. And you you just kind of got to look through them. There is one in that John Oliver uh, 
episode that we played where this guy is discussing it's for, it's specifics about how you get paid for people on your downline and the things the requirements you have to meet mm-hmm. on your upline and it just i just it made my brain want to explode yeah it's something along the well maybe saying along the lines is a poor phrase here but it's something to the tune of uh a vertical series of dots labeled A to G going down. Mm-hmm. And then the guy is attempting to, or appears to be attempting to helpfully explain how one actually gets cash in your pockets or in your wallet or your purse or the empty mayonnaise jar in your backyard yeah. by the body, you know, like wherever you store money. Uh, what he does is the following. He says, okay, you're A, so... Let's say that B buys 4,000 points at 42%. Yeah, value point mm-hmm. levels. And that goes – that would go up to uh, count as your qualified commission, but it's under – it's an encumbered line. And That's remember, what he says. you need 1,000 unencumbered points. value points. Right. <laughs> and uh, – this this may – again, to be completely fair, this may be – that specific organization's best good faith attempt to simplify the distribution process. It sure does not sound like it. Mm. It sounds arcane. And that's just one example. Well, yeah. And, and and one of the – like we said, one of the effects of having something like that is that you have a more insular group. Right, right. There are outsiders and insiders and just like some – some cults, which I know is a sensitive word, but just like some cults, uh, you're, you may also be taught that you have a mission beyond a financial uh, goal. You have a mission to free people that you care about. Or to save them with this supplement. They need this. So not only are you helping yourself out financially, you are helping these other people out medically. You're helping them out by providing them opportunity because you care about them. Yeah, and if they won't join up, then there's something wrong with them. What gives? What (laughs) gives, right? So we're being a little dramatic, but there there is a lot of truth in, in those statements. Here are some examples of companies currently being accused of functioning as pyramid schemes. Amway, you probably all heard... But Amway was big in, what, the 80s maybe? Oh, yeah. And my only encounter with it was hearing it referenced in comedy. And for a long time as a – Yeah, for a long time as a kid, I think I confused Amway and Amtrak. Oh. And I kept wondering, why are people making fun of Amtrak for things I don't understand? Is Amtrak so broke that the people have to also sell, like, dish detergent? (laughs) It's been around for so long that I honestly don't even know what Amway sells. Do they – it's like Bath and Body stuff, beauty products. Oh, and nutrition. Uh-huh. So this is like – Activated water. This is a shipping company essentially? It's like an Amazon but it's an MLM? Yeah. This is – oh, wow. Now, again, neither of us and, and Paul and Noel also, none of us have actively participated in this stuff. So – it is quite possible that there's something to it, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we have missed. But these are the facts. These are the legal cases we found. Uh, and these companies are, for their part, 
Um, they say that they are very transparent with the claims they're making and they are pretty, pretty responsive, you yeah. know, if mass media reaches out to them and stuff. But that doesn't mean problems still don't occur. Uh, next to Amway, another really popular or well-known uh, company employing this strategy would be Herbalife. Yes. This is Herbalife, the supplements. Right. Like Herbalife almost, but mm-hmm. it's Herbalife. In 2017, they were forced by the FTC to pay nearly 350,000 people back some amount of money. And the final settlement that they came to was uh, Herbalife had to pay $200 million and then not just pay that fine, which is generally what happens with a company. You get your hand slapped, you pay a fine, it becomes a cost of business. Well, in this case, uh, they had to fundamentally, this is a quote, fundamentally restructure its business. Right. That's a quote from the FTC itself, uh, specifically from Jessica Rich, who at the time was the director of the agency's Bureau of Consumer Protection. And that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. And so the company continues. Uh, The company for their own part said that they had not done anything wrong and that they didn't need to make any substantial business change. Yeah. And there were also some people who – said that this company was being unfairly targeted yes from from some other entity or individual who had an axe to grind so you'll hear from both sides you'll hear the government side and you'll hear the company side and those those sides just aren't going to agree yeah it's really it's up to you to decide what what you think is the uh the straight poop the genuine article <laughs> Uh, There's also Avon. That's one of the more famous ones, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also Longevity. Yes, Longevity, one of the companies that – oh, I was going to say pedals. They – sorry, that's not right. They sell products that will help people feel and look younger. Mm -hmm. That's another big uh, theme that occurs in a lot of these. Mm -hmm. And in each of these cases, the organizations mentioned will typically prefer a different description. They don't want to just be called MLMs. They certainly don't want to be called pyramid schemes. They would prefer a term like direct sales or or something similar to what you said at the top of the show. And, you know, Avon has been around long enough for the idea of the Avon lady, quote unquote, to be a cultural trope. You know, yeah, and that means that on some level, people have succeeded working with or for Avon. Same thing with Tupperware. So we can't say that in every case this has been terrible for people. Yeah, it's not all bad, and you could be really good at it if you're an amazing salesperson. Then maybe this is the you know a way for you to make some money. I guess it just all depends on when you get in at the pyramid, right? Yep. Uh, and despite the massive controversies and the various convictions for conspiracy, literally for conspiracy, uh, these companies, many of them thrive in the modern day. For people who are opponents of these practices or techniques, the biggest question is this. Why is this still legal? How? According to Fitzpatrick, we have no law in the U.S. explicitly defining a pyramid scheme or explicitly defining multi-level marketing. They didn't as of 2013, but there is there is one thing that might help us out, and it is an article from Skeptoid. 
according to Brian Dunning over at Skeptoid. Always love reading what he has to say about these topics. According to him, he says uh, that network marketing plans, which is another euphemism or synonym for this, uh, they differ from illegal pyramid schemes in one important way. Commissions can only legally be paid on sales of a physical product. If commissions are offered on recruitment of new distributors, then it's defined as an illegal pyramid scheme. But the out-and-out illegal plans are pretty rare, according to Dunning. Instead, most companies are smart enough to stay just on the right side of the law. Wow. Literally on the edge. Living on the edge (laughs) of the law. Living on the edge. There we go. Yeah, and – He's got some really interesting statistics about this stuff too. It's it's illuminating. It's not particularly inspiring. According to the rather paltry financial records that have been released, uh, Newsweek, for instance, found that fewer than 1% of distributors for an outfit called Monavie ever qualified for any commission at all and less than 1 in 1,000 recovered the cost of their required monthly purchases. Oh, we should put that in. It's not a one-time purchase. Yeah. You got to keep buying. Yeah, you got to keep buying because you got to keep selling. That's the whole point. And again, like I said, if you're a great salesperson and somehow you're just unloading Monavi, then you are that 1%, that 1 in 1,000. And so the FTC is still working to create policy or business guidance concerning these MLMs as, as we record and you can find their various fact sheets. They have a they have a great thing available on uh, tips and trick. Well, I don't want to say tricks. Tips and advice. Okay. For uh, MLMs, and if you're considering one, uh, we do we do ask you to read that. In in conclusion, for us at least, if something sounds too good to be true, well, there's a reason we call them cliches. Yep. And the reason you've heard that phrase so many times is because if something sounds too good to be true, there is usually something hidden behind the curtain. And this isn't to say that these MLMs have not ever worked for anyone. It's just in most cases, the majority of people lose much more money than they make and they lose much more than they were led to believe was possible. Yeah, but they made so many friends and a whole new family while they were doing it. Oh, boy. Were you saving that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the people who make the cat the most cash overwhelmingly are going to be the same people who founded the company. Yep. Right? So please, please, please be extremely careful when you are approached by MLMs and when you hear a pitch from your friends, family, or innocent strangers. Remember, there's probably something that company doesn't want you to know, and it's probably something that they don't want the person who's talking to you to know either, or the people you're talking to. <laughs> the people you are talking to or the people that you convince to talk to other people. Oh, God, it yeah. goes on. It's like two mirrors facing each other. Yeah. If you are if you are facing one of those mirrors and you find yourself in that position, uh, all, all we can say is we hope you get out if you can, if it's a problem, if you're in some kind of debt due to this and it becomes a cycle. There are places you can go online to start getting some help. And hopefully maybe you can, you know, go the way of the Herbalife 
lawsuit and get your money back at some point. Just knowing that that, that lawsuit occurred in, or at least was finalized in 2017, mm-hmm. that gives, I think, or should give everyone hope. And if you have an example of a positive experience that you have had with one of these companies or these types of entities, we would like to hear that too. We want to see, um, we, we want to see provable positive stuff. Absolutely. Right? Uh, in the meantime, we are going to head out. It looks like we've been uh, getting blown up with emails from this broad brush uh, LLC act now, folks. This I know. Is I can't chance. believe they're coming in already. We just put this episode out. Right, right. <laughs> it's uh, Illumination Global Unlimited works in mysterious ways. It really does. Just like the rules of cricket. <laughs> yep. No, it's, <laughs> that's terrible. I, I should just try to learn how cricket works instead uh, yes. of lamenting it. If you uh, if you know how cricket works, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter where we're Conspiracy Stuff. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, we're Conspiracy Stuff Show. You can call our number right now. Stop what you're doing. Pull over. Call one eight three three S T D W Y T K. Tell us a story about anything. Mm-hmm. We, we want to hear it. We just want to hear your voice. And our compatriot, Noel, will be returning. He's off on an adventure. A lot of us wear uh, many different hats and disguises. We're kind of like the people in that show, The Americans, except we don't work for the KGB. No, we work for Illumination Global Unlimited. <laughs> so if you don't want to do any of those things. <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait. Oh, oh you have what? To say, what? The Americans didn't work for the KGB necessarily. They oh. worked for the USSR. Uh, but did they, though? We. But did they? I don't know. Oh, let us know. Let us know. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts uh, and let us know if you are interested in investing in our new uh, amazing opportunity to sell broad brushes and to sell people on selling broad brushes. You can write to us directly. We are conspiracy at howstuffworks.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forest, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.